Hello and welcome to the Dirty Side of the Grid podcast. I'm Yusuf and this is my co-host Mohammed, and this is episode episode four, where oh, we're yeah. discussing Qatar and everything that has happened in Qatar. Not a lot. Not a lot happened. Yeah, it's quite boring. I'm not gonna lie. But but you know we're gonna fill out the next hour basically with a lot of useless chit chat. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you wanna crack so. on? Well. I guess essentially, so what we've got now is the end of the triple header. A new logo as well. Uh, yeah, obviously we've, we've switched up with the logo and the, the location as well. Right yeah, now. we're in a different <laughs> library because the other library was booked, basically. It's still just as bad. Uh, you knew of not students going in the library at 6pm, I don't know what's going on. It's Tuesday. Yeah, but and it's close exams. Oh yeah, I forgot people have exams in January. Uh, yeah. I have exams in January. Moving on, moving on. Right, the podcast. Well, so yeah, the end of the triple header. We finished Qatar. There's now two races to go back to back, Saudi and Abu Dhabi, and it's looking like well, everyone's basically saying Lewis has now won it. Essentially, That's it's interesting because before the triple header, it was all Max, wasn't it? It was can Lewis fight back? Yeah. What was the first race of the triple header? Mexico. Yeah. Did not go well at all for them. Uh, I think Mexico, like, up to Mexico, we talked about this. I said, like, is Max going to win? Is Max's championship, to, like, to lose? It still is, yeah. But I think up to this, but I, I think Brazil, like, the new engine, just, like, Mercedes smoked everything. Yeah, no. no I don't know where that. they got that performance from. I'd be surprised if, it, if there's not something, like, in that grey zone, like, Yes, that yeah. is happening. The because speed difference the, screams. It's twenty six. It's twenty. It's twenty six kilometers per hour. That's the difference. That's the difference between Mercedes and the Red Bull, and you don't get that big of a jump just because you put a new engine in the car. Plus the one in yeah. like going into Brazil, there was an argument new engine and stuff, but going into um, Qatar, they put in an older engine. They didn't put in the one from Brazil. Yeah, yeah, there was so, one from And there was still Lewis gap max by eight seconds, and he just he kept it there. Lewis was cruising to the end. He, you know, you, you could see that they turned down the dial on the engine, and he was just cruising, and Max could not reach him. There is an argument Max had some damage on the front wing. Yeah. But, but still, Lewis was cruising the whole race. Right. Well, before we get too much into it, obviously, I don't want to forget this, but. Oh, uh, no. We've got to do the 60 seconds. So, actually, before we do that, Oh, no. Inspired by last week, your uh, your mentioning of the the phone in the car. Do you have any thing oh, of the weekend this week? Any, any random facts, interesting moments, um, something that sparked your interest over the past week? Let me see. Let me see. Get get this ready. Talk about something while I think about this. Uh, I haven't. Okay. No, I have not seen anything like that out there that kind of crossed your mind. Um, the stats that came in general were just talking about I'm thinking of Qatar inspired stuff but normally your thing comes out of nowhere so it's just something to do with 2010, 2012 I think, was it 20, 2012 they had GP 6 race. world champions on the grid oh I remember Sky used to do the little bits about that didn't they yeah, there were some nice think about Sky that. videos about think that. about that, this year we have this year is the closest we've ever come to that we have Kimi yeah. who's won a championship Fernando's won 2 Lewis yeah. has won 7 Vettel's won four. We've got who else? Someone else has won something on the grid. Um, I don't think they have, you know. No, but still, like championship wise. No, championship wise, one I of don't the highest any of them have had. won it. Oh, but in terms of numbers, yeah, definitely. It has. I think this year you have the most uh, drivers that have won a race. 
That's probably true. Yeah, yeah I'd say that. Because Daniel has won, it. Max has won. Ocon. Um, Ocon. No, no, this is before the season actually started. Oh, right, okay. So yeah. you had Max, Lewis, uh, Valtteri. Perez. Perez. No, per- oh, Perez had one one at the time. And then um, uh, Daniel. Daniel. You had oh, Kimi, like Fernando. Leclerc. Leclerc, you had. Tanaka and Um Who else? Alonso. Mentioned him. Ocon didn't. Yeah. Now we're what? Alvatari. Pierre. Pierre had one year. one. So I don't know which leaves the last one, so no. I yeah. that's but that's nine drivers out of 20 who have won, which is impressive. Yeah. It's like 45. I actually, I think they posted a stat saying uh, this year is joint most podium finish. I think they said 13 oh, yeah, people yeah. have been on the podium. 13 out of the 20 have been on the podium. I think the ones that haven't been on the like Haas, Nikita, so like Nikita Mazepin, uh, Mick Schumacher, uh, Nicholas George Latifi. technically has. George has been. He's been that's, on the podium. That's horrific. Uh, and then uh, you've got... Did I count number four? I didn't count number four. Lance Stroll has not been on the podium. Um, Tsunoda... Vettel hasn't because no, the thing he got he, taken he away he went from. on a different podium, didn't he? Oh, has he technically got... No, he got a different podium. He got oh, two podiums okay. this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's five. And then the number six is... Um, Kubica surely doesn't count. No, but Kubica is in on the thing. No, but he's in the standings, isn't he? No, no. Is he rich? Oh, well. He's on the... No, but I'm talking about, like, out of the 20, out of the 20 we've raced all year. Um, There is only one that I can't think about who it was. I can't remember now either. It's not McLaren, it's not Ferrari, it's not... um, Has Charles been on the podium this year? Oh, he must have done, surely. No, Charles hasn't been on the podium this year. Sainz has. Because they've been on the podium in Monaco, but he he lost them Baku. And since then, he has not been on the podium. Um, yeah, it's Charles, I think. Am I actually? That would be incredible. Oh, no, he was on Silverstone. Oh, of course. Yeah, he finished second. I can't believe yeah, yeah. he Okay, and he's last Right. Let's start the 60-second thing. 60 seconds for your weekend summary. Go. Uh, Lewis performs badly in uh, practice. Uh, the track is surprisingly really nice. Really interesting layout. Uh, Mercedes smoke everyone. Like Lewis is just ahead of everyone. Max getting P2, best result. Uh, tire failure is a big talking point because Pirelli got the hardest tires and we had like four tire blowouts for absolutely, absolutely no reason. They weren't running tires like, uh, like overboard or anything like that. And you got tire blowouts. Uh, so I think that's a big point. And... Fernando got his first podium oh, in, yeah. is it seven, seven years? years? Yeah, I think that was, that was the highlight of the weekend for me. By far. That's everything that happened. Nothing else happened. Right. It's 45 seconds. Yeah, but like this weekend, like, I think this is hard. It's difficult, like in a place like Brazil, for instance, because there were so many points to comment on. But in, just in Qatar, there was just nothing to happen. It's, it takes it, it's me, all championship talk, essentially, really. At the moment, it right also now, takes me back to 2020 when just Lewis was so far ahead of everyone else. That's, oh, what if you're taking the race individually as it is? Yeah, it's just, he, he dominated, he dominated ahead of everyone else. Yeah. I think Pirelli said they're bringing in, the, like, their toughest tyres and this, this, this. And then Valtteri, the two, uh, two Williams, the McLaren, they all had tyre blocks. Did like, Mick have, or did he, no, no he no, just no. spun off, didn't he? I think he spun off. Yeah. Those four had tyre blocks and they did nothing wrong. Valtteri, who they was on track... 
Williams, both of them are on track. They went, went over the un- recommended. Obviously, this doesn't warrant no, 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 exploding, no, no, but, but they went the, over the recommended. They didn't really go over the recommended by a It lot. was by a couple. Like, no, yeah. but like Lewis in 20, was it 2019 Monaco or something? He went over by oh, like 20 yeah, laps or yeah. something like that. Or 15 laps. True. They I went over by like search. literally a few laps. You can't, it was you only can't, a handful, yeah. You can't warrant like a tire blowout no, no, over yeah, by yeah. a few laps. You can't. You it's can meant say to lose performance. Lose performance. It's, not, performance. Meant to, yeah. it's yeah. not meant to. I think Pirelli, they have a lot to kind of... There's a lot of questions they have to answer. Because this is the second time that they've had tire failures. during the. I think they, they're saved because Qatar is quite forgiving in the fact that there are quite a lot of runoffs. Or all these tracks again in the Middle East, there's quite a lot of runoffs, except maybe like, you can talk about Abu Dhabi, maybe. We'll see Jeddah as well, I'm hearing. It's like Monzo of Barriers. But, perhaps, yeah. But that's the thing, like, if, if you're in Baku, or if you're in Monaco, or if you're in one of these tracks, Singapore, even, even like, not, not Monza, to be honest, you could probably be fine. But if you're in any other track, you're in serious danger. Yeah. I think Jeddah is supposed to be a street circuit, which is funny because it they're is. putting new tarmac down. And yeah, like, oh, I saw this. It so, was like, the so it's was just, like they're it, constructing a street circuit. Exactly. That's like, it defeats the purpose of a street exactly. circuit. So I, th- I think it's just funny. I think it's just they want to have that effect of a street circuit, but there's it makes no sense yeah. but when you look at the track it will have barriers so I think if that happens there it will be extremely dangerous because they'll, yeah. they'll smack it's a ba- like I've seen it I've seen like uh, someone was walking through like how it's going to look and their barriers is it's quite similar to Singapore essentially yeah I was about to rather say that, than, yeah, rather than back because like. back you've got like barriers but there's a bit like the street's a bit Certain wide corners they allow but, for like but Singapore, Singapore is just like a slab of concrete and just like the wire. Yeah. That's, that's how Jeddah's going to look. And so I think like Pirelli cannot allow that to happen there. No, yeah. Because it's, it's you know Lando spoke about that. He said that, you know, we, we go out there and we're okay putting our lives in danger. But if you, you know, you just go a few laps over or not, he didn't even reach that. And then your tire goes and you're like, you're potentially putting your life in danger. That's not acceptable. Yeah, there is a level of risk but not because they're not making good tires and this is their toughest that's the interesting part this is their toughest true yeah they just went they didn't the bring a softer set they bring the toughest set and it was the hards that were exploding as well and this is what happens it, honestly it's just I think something's wrong it's bad it's not great from them especially since they've you know they've. it's obviously a PR move now they've got like plastered everywhere Pirelli signs all of this Pirelli all over the place Talking about yeah, we supply F1 and F1's the biggest... Yeah, but then their tires are always popping, so you don't want to buy their tires. They so could make or just... break the sport as well, realistically. Like like I said last week, like if they make tires where the optimum strategy is perfectly between a one-stop or a two-stop, or, yeah, one-stop or a two-stop, essentially, that's perfect for racing, isn't it? Like, that's you just, could argue that with, it's that's what happened in Qatar. In terms of, you, you can borderline do like a one-stop with like Fernando, or you can do like a two stop like everyone else. I think yeah. you can talk about that. But the fact that the tire actually like failed rather than like the tire just um, rather than like losing performance, I think that's my issue. Because if you lose performance, fair enough, we, we all know that. That's what you expect to happen. But yeah. when you put a driver's life in danger, I don't think that's acceptable at all. No, yeah, they've got. Like, I hope they obviously they do the classic. Oh, we're gonna like look into this now. And yeah, but, it's but I hope they better improve it. Yeah, but like they did that in 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 Baku, and you, and we knew going into um, like 
Qatar, the whole talking point was it's going to be really like um, hard on the tires. And they knew that they brought their hardest set, but that's the waiting point. This is their hardest set. Yeah, the hardest set should be able to cope with exactly like. I don't get that. Like, uh, yeah, I think it's there are a lot of questions you have to answer. I think the FIA have to kind of put a lot of pressure on them. They do, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think like that in terms of performance, I think this was the closest between a one stop and two stop. So strategy was key, and it's very interesting. I think if Qatar, I think as like if you talk about like a race review, like if you talk about the race review. It was it was a bad race because the track is so wide. If they narrowed the track, overtaking would be much harder, and it would be a, a lot more interesting. Like Max was in P seven, in a few laps he was in P two. Obviously his start was great. Like after yeah, the yeah. turn, but after that overtaking was so easy because that turn one is just so wide. It's, it's similar it, yeah, to the it's... one in Bahrain, but it's just like Bahrain's also a bit dead because like overtaking to turn one is just so easy uh, if you're in if you're in yeah. inferior uh, machinery you, you can't defend like you know you, they told like what's his name defend like a lion Fernando Esteban, Esteban. Esteban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he, he overtook him straight that same lap yeah he couldn't do any more with that realistically like, like, realistically you can't ask him to do more yeah because the performance gap is much bigger and the track is just so wide I think like I think they have to revise the track and I think they have to tighten, like, at least cor- first corner, like, tighten the racetrack or change a bit the layout. Well, because so they've been going there for MotoGP since 2004, I think they kept saying, which means yeah. that they probably can't make the adjustments and the outside of the track is always going to be dusty and all of this. So the racing line is literally the only way, like, the only place you can go. Does that mean after they've, so they've said they're not going to do a race in Qatar for next year because of the World Cup, the year after they're going back, would you prefer to see a fresh like circuit then? Like just have them start from scratch and make a good one. I think I think the track has a lot of potential. I actually really enjoyed the track. I think my only our issue expectations is, were awful. Going yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the track was really like I really like the layout. It's actually really interesting. I think my only issue is it's so wide that overtaking is just so easy. Yeah. Especially like if you're in a Mercedes or a Red Bull, I think hopefully next year you won't have such a performance gap. That is the idea. But yeah, with DRS going down the straight, there is literally like. You can't defend, like, there is, there is no hope for you to defend, literally. Like, yeah, like... It, it was, that's, that's my issue with the race, it was, that's why it was boring. It was only, there was only one overtaking spot and it was all in turn one, which is, yeah. it's annoying, but I guess that's what they're trying to do with the regulations next year, so change it up, allow them yeah. to follow, maybe someone could overtake somewhere else. Do you also think, though, just before we finish the tie conversation, obviously next year they're going to the 18-inch the or whatever it is, so they look a lot more like road tires, essentially, to describe it. Are those... They look like they'd gather heat quicker. Or is it less? No, they're meant to be cooler, aren't they? Because there's less rubber, which means that they're meant to be cooler in general. Would that help tire life, or would it... I feel like, in theory, they'd last longer, but I don't know if they'd be able to withstand the loads. I think that was the issue. It was the loads. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> we'll have to look into it for the next one. To be fair. Yeah. We'll talk about it for the next one. But, but it's um, interesting because they're also like I don't think at that point that tire heat is going to be like as much of an issue because you have the things on the side what they're called that were, uh, they removed from 20, uh, 2009 uh, all those introduced... like cap things on the yeah, side cap yeah, the they used that for like um, like heating in the tires if I remember correctly oh okay so right. optimizing that essentially so if you have that I don't think heating the tires is as much of an issue but I think it lo- the car looks really nice, but it would be interesting to see how kind of it all flows together. 
Yeah. You can obviously when you do the technical regulation stuff going into general. Oh, yeah, there's gonna be so much comment. To talk about, we yeah. can talk about all of this stuff. We'll do an entire episode on tires. <laughs> yeah. For an hour about tires. You say that and now they're, they're just leaving like okay, I'm not watching <laughs> anyway. Right. Well, if we try go in chronological order from what happened. Oh, you missed this part out actually of the thing. So first of all, we'll just start off with the standard. We'll get onto the uh, the flag stuff in a second because there's more FIA talk to come. Oh yeah. yeah. But um. Lewis goes, he gets pulled by half a second. Everyone, well, like half a second and a bit. So it was closer to, wait, no, I'm... 0.456, right. I think, something like that. Something like that. So it's essentially, yeah, so it was, they were saying four tenths. It was close to half a second. This was the biggest gap in dry qualifying we've seen all year. But I don't know what the second closest is. But in Brazil, he also got pulled by four tenths. But it's just, obviously, he was disqualified and also there was sprint qualifying, so technically it wasn't pole. The point I'm making is two weeks in a row now, Lewis has gone and got pole by four tenths. Or got the fastest lap in qualifying by four tenths. Do you see this happening again in Jeddah and then yeah. potentially going on? Yeah, yeah, see, at this point, I say, if you asked me two races ago, I, yeah. used, I would have said that it was Max's championship to lose. Now it's Lewis's to lose. With the oh, performance, really? even with the, with the, the eight, yeah, yeah, eight no, no. point gap, eight point gap, Lewis is gonna win, and bro, he's gonna win in Jeddah. He no has question. to win in Jeddah. No, 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 no that's the thing. No questions asked. Lewis is gonna go out and win in Jeddah because it's a high. Have you seen the circuit? Yeah, I've seen the track. The, the, tra- the track the layout, like there are turns. Obviously, there are quite a few turns, quite a few more than like Qatar. Yeah, but the so most of the circuit, it's like most of them are kind of like twenty four corners or something. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like the whole thing is basically a straight. Like the corners, the corners yeah, yeah. are are not like the corners like Monza essentially in terms of like, it's you count it as a corner, but it's n- is it really? It's not it's like, long curves that are just essentially yeah, yeah, flat. It's, it, it's like the parabolica Monaco essentially, or like you know you have turn one parabolica two. Monza. You mean Curva Grande? You mean a. Uh, Turn three. Yeah, you have turn three and then you have the parabolic at the end. Parabolic is like fifth gear, it's slow. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's, I know it's the you one mean, of yeah. But I mean it in terms of, it's a soft corner, in terms of you still carry a lot of speed through these corners. And so it's going to favor more the, the cars that have more less downforce and can go quicker. It's like Russia, the DRS straight in Russia going into the third sector. You know how it's like just a long left-hander? You mean like that? Like it's, yeah. it's just easy. Mon- you know the last corner in Monaco before it come onto the straight? In Monaco, yeah, uh, Monza, that Monza, 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 you Monza. do mean Monza, yeah, yeah. that is classed as a corner. That's that's the parabolic, I think. Yeah, that one they do break a significant amount, but this one you're right, it's just a yeah, weaving yeah. straight, isn't it? Exactly, it's you feel like in Saudi and like all the analysis and stuff, it's going to favor the cars with like higher engine performance, essentially, which yeah. is Mercedes. Like, I would not have said that before, I would not have said that before Qatar, uh, no, no, before Qatar, before Brazil, Brazil. yeah, but Brazil, like, Max had much better performance in the second sector. But Lucci made no difference. Like, Lewis was so quick on the straight. You, you did not see... That's the one thing that maybe could affect Lewis. That they're not, like... There's not that long straight that he had in Qatar. Like, that's my issue with Qatar. The, uh, the, the straight at the beginning mm. was so long that it was... Bo- and that's the thing, like, once you got into the midfield, there wasn't really a lot of overtaking. Because it was so difficult. Yeah, oh, I felt so bad for Gasly. I don't want to get onto Gasly too soon, yeah. but... Qualified... P4, moved up to P2 after the penalties, which we'll talk about in a second, tried a two-stop strategy, mm-hmm. ended up getting stuck in 11th and couldn't overtake Vettel, which, to be fair, Aston Martin was quick this week, but imagine, imagine starting in P2 on the grid and then finishing 11th. He didn't get a single imagine point. Imagine starting on pole and finishing 7th. 
that was Lando in Russia, literally. That's so I think that was much worse as well because he had the win to like that the last one was much lives. worse, yeah. But oh. yeah, talking about Saudi, I think uh, Mercedes track. All right, so you're seeing him get pole again. I think Lewis, I think Mercedes are going to get pole. I think Lewis is going to win. And I think it's going to be a win like Qatar, essentially, in terms of it's a comfortable win. Unless, unless he has, like, some sort of failure. Which is interesting, because going to the last few races, Mercedes are facing a lot of reliability questions. Which I think is, like, crazy. Because it's insane been to say, so, yeah. so consistent over the last few years. But... I think unless like unless Lewis gets a reliability issue where his engine fails in the middle of the race, he's won the championship. I said I I I don't want to get onto Saudi too much because obviously there's no race next weekend, which means we're gonna have to talk about Saudi. So let's not. We'll skip the Saudi talk for now. I just wanted to see what you were thinking in terms of qualifying and the the run of form essentially. Yeah, Lewis is so. Speaking of qualifying in the run of form, obviously Max Verstappen. The run of form of the stewards is currently incredible. Really, they're doing really well. No, they're so, not. No, they're not. Gasly, let's, let's not talk about this. The fact Gasly comes in second to last corner, is he goes over the curbs, gets a puncture, comes onto the pit straight. Somehow, instead of just straight flags, you know, yellow flag the whole sector, that's it, it's over. Weirdly, there were, there, were, there were flags, then there weren't flags, then there were lights, then there were Twitter screenshots of flags being there and then flags not being there, nothing coming up on the dashes for pretty much all of the drivers. Because the only people ahead of him, I think there were two drivers, it was Lewis and someone else, ahead of Gasly for their lap. So they'd finished. Every single other driver in Q3 still had to finish their lap. And I'm pretty sure like almost every single one of them had something different. Max obviously got unlucky. With, he's the only one who had to face the double yellows, which is why he got a bigger uh, penalty in the end. What do you think was going on? Because surely if you see a car slowing down in the on the pit straight, as much as he's off the racing line, that's a yellow right there, you cancel everyone's laps, it's done. I'm confused by kind of, like, like I feel bad for Max, I'm not going to lie, because he got, he got the penalty. Like, Max was not going to get better than P2, let's be honest. Like, no, the yeah, performance yeah. the Mercedes had, P2 is the maximum he's going to get. And he was lucky he got this in, like, he didn't get this in a race like Hungary, where it would have been extremely difficult to overtake. Yeah. But realistically, like, he has to get the, the they had to give him the penalty, but it's not really his fault, it's the FIA's fault, or like, you know, the, the marshals and stuff. Like, right. the moment he gets a puncture, it's double yellow, everyone stops. Yeah. That's yeah, the obvious thing. Even... The reason they kept stopping, like, I saw this theory online, it's like, oh, they wanted Max to finish the thing because they wanted it to be much closer. I wouldn't be surprised. But Max is really so far back, it literally is not going to make any difference. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like, like this. They... I don't like the mentality of, even if it's not true, I don't like the mentality of let them race. Same. No, no, it's no. Horrible. I think that because it ruins your racing, you know, like obviously you don't lose to get like with Brazil, like a five second thing stays behind him, wins, dead race, fair enough. Mm. Delay the delay the penalty. Just be like it's under investigation. Ah, we'll look at it post race. Not post race because no one wants to see it. Okay, up, look at it at the end of the race. Just you could, take you could so take long. a bit a little bit too long to analyze exactly. it, and then I don't mind that so if you take. But if it's under investigation, but the fact that you say no investigation is necessary. Sorry. It's useless. And then what they... I don't want to get onto it, but quickly, there's a... uh, I'll get... Seeing as we're talking about it now, where is it? This one here. So the the let them race thing. This tweet here, you can't really see the glares in the way, but it says, uh, do we want the potential for side-by-side battles which continue for many corners, laps, and laps with drivers using their skill and positioning to make their way past a competitor, excitingly dueling until finally one prevails, 
or do we want fights which last a single corner? Essentially, if we're doing the let them race thing, someone comes in, he shoves the other person off, that's the battle over. It's like, that's it. If you're on the outside, you've lost and it's done and it's finished. But if we don't do the whole let them race thing and be all like, oh yeah, no, it's good hard racing, like, and all of this stuff, then what you can do instead is have them give a car's width, which I'm pretty sure was in the regulations. I don't know when this whole he's ahead, he can lead the corner stuff started. But just leave them side by side. They go side by side for longer, which it's just more interesting. Like, I think the FIA has been very incredible. You know what, Lando, Charles Leclerc, was it Charles? Charles said this, and, and I quote, like he said something along the lines of, you know, uh, it's interesting. I don't really care if uh, Max gets a penalty or not, but it's interesting because now I know going into the next race why I can and can't do. That is what he said, yeah. He's going to adjust his driving style to the penalties, which is, which is exactly what he Fair did. Fair enough. If you can push a driver off, then everyone's going to push a driver off. That's exactly what But he then did. it's dead. That's why I say just put gravel traps. But that's the thing, Lando, you know what Lando said? Lando came out and said that this proves that my penalty in Austria was unfair. Mm. The, only diff- the, the stewards are supposed to only take into account the incident. They can't take into account the anything that comes afterwards. Or who it is or what's going on, what, who what wins happened. afterwards. They yeah. can't take any of the after effects into account. So they only have to look at the actual incident. Yeah. Lando got five seconds, a five second penalty because he pushed him into a gravel trap and he lost a few. Like, Someone else did as well. Max I think Perez, did, it was Perez. Max he pushed Perez, Perez and then Perez got the penalty a couple of later. But that's the thing. Max, the Max, thing. Max was pushed loose out much further, mm-hmm. much har- harsher, did not get anything because there is no gravel trap. If there was a gravel trap, he would have gotten a penalty. I guarantee you would have gotten a penalty. Yeah. But that's not fair. Lando pushed... It wasn't that thing. It was Lando was ahead. It was Lando's corner. And it wasn't his fault that Perez was going where he shouldn't... Like, if you actually go back and look, Perez was going into a tight corner. He shouldn't have been there. And he got a penalty. It's not fair, is it? I think the stewards are incredibly inconsistent. I think having different stewards for like different races is wrong because they're going to apply like the rules differently i have that i think the idea of having let them race this idea is wrong we we want close racing fair enough okay you don't want to give a five second penalty huge penalty give two seconds i change the rules yeah make yeah. it make the rules more interesting fair enough but don't go and say oh five seconds the least i can do five seconds massive give i don't know change or introduce softer penalties true yeah yeah that would be so much better because really if you say push him off the track you get a two second penalty Fine. Yeah. Because two seconds is just you within DRS range, for instance. Or like, you know, you get within like... Right, yeah, yeah. So for him to actually... Two seconds won't make a big difference. Two seconds literally makes no difference because for you to stay within that two seconds, it's incredibly harsh on your tires. Yeah. And you're going to lose a lot of performance very quickly. So you're going to have to go for the overtaking move. So if two seconds is too extreme, three seconds. I don't three I'm, sounds like something they would do, but the problem yeah. with three is if they're not consistent with five, they're not going to be consistent with three. Because if they've yeah, got I know, more I know. options to but. give, they're going to be less. I don't know. It all depends. I feel like they're just very... They try too hard to keep it in a... So an example I gave to someone else for like football watches, basically, or one I saw on Twitter, actually, it was essentially, it's the Champions League final, and then someone's done a stupid challenge, which is red card worthy. And then the referee, instead of giving the clear red card, just gives a yellow because essentially you don't want 10 men and that ruins the show. Because if in the sixth minute someone gets a red card, it's 10 v 11 and that's it, you know who's going to win. So they give a yellow card instead. That's just not allowed because it's stupid. It's a red cardable offence. So here in in F1, they're doing that all the time. They're basically saying, now we'll just give you a yellow card. It's fine. Black and white flag. Carry on. We don't want to ruin the spectacle. 
because we want this is you know this has become more common since liberty media have kind of checked yeah because they care more about the show charlie whiting would never charlie that's that's what i'm saying but you know what's interesting what's very interesting is we were talking about like yellow cards and stuff this happened with sebastian and lewis where i think there was an incident between them sebastian got five seconds Lewis went on to win from P2. Kind and of everyone had this, yeah, like, I mentioned this, yeah, yeah. Everyone went crazy because of it. You know, like, oh, he won from second. It's a dead race. This, this, that's why I'm saying if you introduce a three-second penalty, he has to overtake. He's not going to be able to stay within that guy. Maybe the new technical regulations is different, but I think the whole concept of let them race as a, like, concept is just dead. It ruins the sport. It's ruining it, it the does, it does. I don't think it would have been an issue if Max wasn't there. But Max has this idea where I'll force you off the track and I'll let you crash or whatever. Like this mentality where, no, even if you, you can see, you can see what he did in that, in that, like, this is the first time where he's had, like, Lewis has had a car with equal or more performance than Max arguably this year. Yeah. And the way Max does it, I think, uh, I don't know if I sent you this video, it was um, Jolien Palmer, uh, Palmer was reviewing the thing. And I you think can, I'm yeah, 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 he just he literally just you can see that he's trying to make up for it. He breaks so late, and he's he's, so he's not going to be able to make the corner. Like realistically, if he actually turns in more, like if his uh, what's called like the angles are higher, he's going to lose the rear and he's going to smack into Lewis. That already locks up badly, and then he like he smacks into Lewis. That too, maybe. Yeah. So so realistically, what he did was not wrong, but it's out of desperation to keep the position. Not wrong in terms of, I'm not saying in terms of like, he shouldn't get a penalty. I'm saying in terms of he's fighting his best to keep the position. Yeah. yeah but yeah. there was a penalty there. The fact, I think, I think everyone, like, if they had not given a penalty, but it had been under investigation, I don't think it would have been as much of an issue. True, people because, wouldn't be as mad, but it's the fact, yeah, but it's the fact that they didn't even care and they were like, no, let them race, there's nothing there. That just, because just, it's not like the stewards had like a lot of incidents going on in the race. <laughs> The stewards were yeah, called upon a few times during the race. Around. So you're free. So have a look at it. Right, well, we've got to steer this back to Qatar real quick because there's... As you know, much as know, we went on to the flag talk, but it's, like... It's just frustrating. We'll it? see. So surprisingly, they gave Max a penalty. I thought they would have tried to keep it. They gave, they gave Valtteri a penalty as well. They gave Valtteri a penalty as well. Interestingly, I, I heard Science yeah. didn't get a penalty, but he, when he lifted off, he lifted off after he got past Gasly. So he passed Gasly on the straight then lifted off so essentially he's ruined the well not ruined but like not, he's defeated the point he he slowed down he didn't get his lap but he defeats the point of safety because he's sped past Gasly and then lifted off but because he's lifted off it's within the rules and he didn't get a penalty so he See, finessed this, it there yeah this is um, this is the point where i talk about like the the rules are not exactly like the rules are not perfect but the way this like you have different stewards who would have applied that differently yeah, some people. You did. You did not lift off in the in terms of the car because these are safety. Like, like, like we can obviously we can always talk about like the racing ones and pushing one off the track and stuff. When it comes to safety, there's no argument there. We've lost way too many drivers in F one because safety has not been up to scratch. So the fact that he did not slow down, I think he should have had a penalty. You did that's not the, slow yeah. down before the car. That's it. But the reason I'd say Sainz got off like with it, like quite luckily, in fact, is because. It was actually the stewards' fault whether, you know, like, yellow, double yellow, no, um, nothing. Yeah, they were probably a bit more lenient with them because of that, yeah. So it's not his fault. Like, I would have fully blamed him and I said, no, he needed, a, like, a penalty if yellows were, like, flown and he, and if they, and he did not slow yeah, down. They would have slowed down if there were as well. All exactly. of the drivers, I'm sure. You, you see, like, you can down see down on the dashboards, you can see everywhere. 
it was something was wrong with their system, the FIA. So you can't really blame the driver. Like if they had not given Max Valtteri and Sainz a penalty, I'd have said fair enough. The fact that they gave two and not that one, I think is unfair. Well, he lifted up after the car Someone who had a lot to talk about was Christian Horner. He decided to call out so specifically, as it didn't come up on the systems, it didn't come up on the dashes, it didn't come up on the flashing panels. There was specifically one marshal. Volunteer, by the way, this also sparked a debate. The fact these guys don't get paid, they volunteer to be there at the tracks. You know, the marshals, the guys waving the flags, the guys, they also run the panels. They're also technically at a high risk because they're right by the track. So if a piece of debris like flies past them. And speaking of debris, they're also the ones who run on the track, sweeping it up and collecting the bits when it's when something's happened. These guys, volunteers, one of them, he sees someone going slow on the pit straight and he's now stopped whips out his flag, waves it. This is what caused Max getting the harsher penalty. And then Horner decided to call him a... Or was it, it was, he called him like a stray or rogue uh, marshal, called him out specifically, and then said the FIA, you need to like... He had a go at the FIA, basically, for what he did. Which I think, personally, is... It's so bad, because people think... So the he got called to the stewards afterwards. He got a warning, wasn't it? He got a warning... And he got called to the stewards. Essentially, the the breach he got, the code that he was breaching was, um, it was basically people essentially dumbed it down to hurting their feelings, yeah. so talking badly about the FIA. But what he, what he was actually doing, because that's putting it lightly, is he was intimidating stewards into not wanting to fly their flags when they see something dangerous, which I think is horrendous. Like imagine you're a steward. Obviously, the, the kind of imagine you're a marshal. And you're out there on the track. And obviously, these, are, these aren't the kind of people to be in, intimidated by this. But in the back of your head, imagine thinking like, oh, like F1's going to like hate on me now because... No, hate on me. Like, the, the, these, like, they have a lot of money. So you think, oh, they can hurt my life. No, no, no. No, no, in terms of, yeah, that, that's, no, in terms of no. like, they're going to hire a hit manager. No, no. But, but in terms of like, there's a lot job of opportunities. Because yeah. they would not be there as volunteers unless they really want to get into F1. And you're like, okay, I don't want to really annoy Christian Horner because he might affect like my chances of ever being like getting a job here for instance yeah in terms of so, marshalling other events yeah. sporting events at the track MotoGP potentially. exactly you get what I mean so that's a good point I understand I understand why they'd be scared of that but Christian Horner this year has been a bit like he's gone crazy hasn't he bro he has you know what he was so smug I keep seeing him because Sky for some reason now they're milking this so much they'll interview Toto and Christian like all the time first interviews they always they did it before but now they're all over the place and Christian with his smug face is like I think I've kept my cool you know I haven't been pointing at cameras obviously referring to the uh, the Toto meme and he's just ah no, but some of the, the stuff he said is at the, at the end of the, no no I think like the, the two that stand out to me is that one yeah and the last one, the one where he said that Lewis committed a, a technical foul. You know, the Silverstone yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Like, the stuff that he said is just out of line. I'm so, yeah, like, it's just dodgy. It's very dodgy. They've been gaslighting Max for the past six years, let's be honest. The, yeah, the, 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 they come out and defend their driver. And then when someone else comes out and defends their driver, ah, no, no, this, this. And they come out and say, like, stuff like that. Which I think is, like, you can't, you can't like... What Lewis did in Silverstone, you can't go out and say that's a technical problem. And you know what I've also heard? Right, this, this one, this quote is insane and Twitter's been... I talk about Twitter a lot, but the conversations are kind of mad. So, Helmut Marko has been quoted saying that before Brazil, he 
he saw Angela, who's Lewis's uh, yeah. physio trainer or something yeah, like that. Physio. She puts something in his hand. Lewis firmly holds it in his hand and then quickly gets into the cockpit. That's part of the quote. And then the next part of the quote was something like, Max had no chance in Brazil. The way everyone's interpreted that, and I don't know if this is the way he meant, but it's Helmut Marco, so people are kind of debating. Okay, oh, no, actually, no, I think it was Jos Verstappen. What, what I think did, this was Jos Verstappen. What did he say? I'm interested to see what... what like, so the way they took it, I don't know the way you're thinking of it right now, but the way they took it is, essentially, he's implying that he was given drugs. So Angela's given something in his hand, he's firmly grasped it, and then, like, dived into... I know he said dived, he dived into his cockpit... And then he went on to say Max had no chance of winning. Because I think, like, the first thing that comes to mind is Lewis is quite religious, so, like, like as a Christian. So he might, she you might have that. given him a cross or something. You, you know, know what like, everyone else and is he, saying. And he takes it in and, like, you know, like, for good luck. It's I worse than that, bro. They were saying it's his hair tie. So he's <laughs> implying it's drugs. They're saying it's the thing he uses to yeah. hold his dreads together in the car. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I don't know what to think of that, but... Helmut no, no, I Helmut. believe it was just Verstappen. I think Hel- I'll look Helmut it up. Helmut Marko has come out and said some dodgy stuff, but Helmut Marko always says dodgy stuff. Jos so Verstappen's just as bad, bro. You know, they've been talking about how we... We'll do it. I don't want to do an episode on this because it's a bit mad, but we'll have to talk about Verstappen and his rise through the ranks because the stories you see floating about about how he treated Max when he was trying to get Max into F1 is insane. Like, um, I don't want to get into it now, but, like, some of the stuff I've heard that he used to do to Max to get him into F1 is, is, is horrific. No, but I, I think that, you know, like, uh, they've, they've saved Max through a lot of stuff, like, uh, like a lot of incidents and stuff he's done. And, uh, oh, yeah. Are you seeing it now? Hold yeah. On, you know, like, Max deserves kind of, like, he deserved a lot of penalties. He got away with a lot of stuff because, like, Red Bull and stuff protecting him. Uh, and the fact that you know what annoyed me with Christian Horner is come he comes says uh, it's like uh, technical foul, but Lewis is one of the cleanest drivers in the grid, you know. <laughs> you wanna share with the group? <laughs> I'm on Reddit trying to find the uh, the quote, yeah, and so, so someone comments, "Is the drug speed?" And the next comment is "Kachow." <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, the first comment is about the hair tie and stuff. I need to... Uh, it was Yoss, yeah. Yeah. It was Yoss Verstappen. I don't, I don't like Yoss Verstappen too. No, I don't think a lot of people do. See, I don't there like... it is, so the quote is... Hold on. If I agree to the cookies real quick. In Brazil, Hamilton gets something pressed into his hands by his trainer. Then he walks back to his car and dives in the cockpit. All in all, it's just weird. Max did not stand a chance. It seems to me very strongly that they're doing something that's not allowed. That's the point. And it was I don't get like, I don't, no, no, but I don't get that. Like, if he's gonna do drugs, he'd do it before. Like, plus, like, if you're actually being like, if you're actually like thinking about it honestly, I I've read something about this. Are you allowed to do drugs? Like, as on like this Facebook group, that like, are you allowed to do drugs in a phone? What are they get tested for? And I think they someone was caught doing weed. It was um, what's the name? Vilner, uh, his son, the younger one. Jill Vilner. Uh, yeah, no, no, Jill, Jack. Yeah. Jack Vilner. No, no, like, he won in 97, what's his name? That's Jacques Vilner. Is it Jack? It's Jacques Vilner, yeah. The Jacques? Blonde Tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blonde it's not called Jacques Vilner. It's Jacques Vilner, yeah, bro. Really? Yeah, the older one is Gilles Vilner. Yeah, no, but the, the track's sure not called Jacques The younger one's... It's Jacques with, like, a... Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, but it's pronounced... It's Jacques, I swear. Yeah. I don't know how to spell Villeneuve. Yeah, Villeneuve. Anyways, anyways. So basically, he got caught for weed, and they're like, he's not going to gain any advantage of it. So basically, they allowed him to kind of get away with it with a warning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jacuzzi. 
But basically, the thing I was commenting on is he always, you know, he always comes up and says like some dodgy stuff. Like, yeah, Vilnov's another but, one who chats a bit too much. No, no, but like the stuff he says is funny. But <laughs> essentially, like realistically speaking, like realistically speaking, it's not a very like Formula One is a physical sport, but it's not a sport where if he does drugs, he's gonna like gain a massive advantage. True. Yeah. It's like, a lot it, more physical than people realize. I get, I get, for instance, maybe like it will help his like maybe reaction time or this or this, but he's not gonna be like the, the like the the performance, the extra performance he had in Brazil was coming purely from that engine and like stuff. You can say Mercedes are doing some dodgy or stuff. Could you imagine? Car. You know how in the night races they have clear visors. So could you imagine? You're just like looking on the onboard camera of Lewis staring at his his thing. You just see his red eyes just staring back at the camera, bro. So I, I don't get that. Like. Yeah, I think anyway. that's the thing. Mercedes are less likely to come and just kind of throw like random stuff at Red Bull, just accusing like the driver. And Mercedes have held themselves to that's, a much that's, they, have, that's, they have more integrity. Yeah, that, that's stuff. like I'm not a fan of Mercedes, to be honest, but I think I respect that a lot more. They're more classy. Exactly. Red Bull will come out and like you know the the war of words and like this mental battle and all of that, but I think they take it to a level that's disrespectful. Yeah. And. I actually, I actually really like Christian Horner. I'm not gonna lie, but this year Christian Horner's gone on a bender. Like his stuff, he said, bro. Like you can't like him after the stuff he said. You know, like bro, we'll have to do Christian Horner best bits. Yeah, bro. bro you, we're, we're, I, I have one question. Compiling ideas. I have, I have, I have, I have no, but I have, I have a serious question for you. <clears throat> Lewis thought. I think Lewis sort of thought when he signed that new contract that he was gonna lose the championship. Ooh. I honestly think that because Red Bull had such a big advantage. And he signed it mid-season. So they, were, they had a big advantage. They were going to go on and win the right. championship. It realistically, it looked like Max was going to win. I think he signed yeah, when Max had like a 33-point gap or something like that. Right. So before, he signed before Silverstone. Max had a 33-point gap. Yeah. Realistically speaking, he signed because he wanted that eighth championship. So if Lewis wins this year, mm-hmm. do you see him fulfilling that contract? Do you see him staying for two more years? You see him saying for next year. Yeah, because I feel like part of what's given him this motivation as well as the whole... As much as it doesn't sound realistic in comparison to the racing, the whole diversity thing he's been trying to do and stuff, I feel like he's really realised. Because I don't know what it is with him, but almost being around all these white people and stuff his entire life, it's sounding like this motivation now that he's got last year and the momentum it's built and obviously the... uh, the the website the things he's funding the Mercedes element now as well who are also trying and to there's also like accelerate F one also doing uh schemes now the fact he's running all of this and stuff I feel like he's really focusing on his legacy outside of F one as well so as much but, as the but he, he could still keep that going if he retires yeah but because he not he'll as always, much on a big scale he, like he, will, he will always be Lewis Hamilton and he'll always yeah. have that mad respect of he he has surpassed he has surpassed Michael Schumacher. Like he once he gets that eighth, which I think he'll get this year, provided he doesn't have any big kind of reliability issues. Yeah. He he will be the most like he would have like he holds the biggest record in F one history. Most poles, most wins. He's won at thirty out of the thirty five tracks he's ever raced. That's at. insane. And then pole at thirty one, I think it was. And which he's is, oh, the stats. And great. he's won a hundred and two races. And I think he would have won, like, by the time he retires, then eighth championship. So the question is, you know, he spoke about this one, uh, once on the, was it the Graham Norton show, about, like, retiring and stuff. He's like, to, to become an F1 driver, to stay, you have to give up so much of your life. Yeah. Dedicate yeah, yeah. it towards Formula One. 
especially now with the 23 race season it's more along the lines of that so I actually I don't like I'm not sure if he'll stay the two years I think that he, he might stay next year experience the new kind of regulations and I think if he wins this year I see him maybe retiring at the end of that one rather than this year uh, rather than saying the full two years because I don't think Lewis will have the motivation to I think he got fired up because Max is really fighting him. Yeah, if there's no year. competition, he'll and struggle to find the motivation. Not just that. I think even if there is like, like a competition, I don't see him dusting. I see him like, he's just so like, there's nothing else for me to break. Like I he's th- broken no, all the records. I feel like he'd it? want to prove himself against, let's say, next year, the That's what I'm saying. competitive with McLaren, Ferrari... Red Bull and Mercedes. That's why I now think he's he got to prove himself against year. Lando, against George, against Charles. Like all of these conversations. That's what I'm saying. He will say another year, year. but yeah. I hope. Listen, you know, I hope he like if he wins this year. I actually want him to retire. You know why? You know why? You know why? I'm. I have mad respect for Nico Rosberg. You know why? That's it's very. Know. It's very rare for a driver or a sports personality, or whatever, to reach the top and retire when you are the best. Or you can say, arguably, you are the Like, with yeah. Nico, there is the conversation of Lewis was there and stuff. But you are on top. He won, he defeated Lewis. He is the world champion. Yeah. And he walked out. And I don't... Because the problem is, you see a lot of these drivers racing into, like, their 40s and stuff, where they start to lose touch, start to drive badly. And that's what's rem- what they remember for. Like, I never wanted Michael Schumacher to come back. Yeah, I see Because that, that second yeah. stint... It's not the same. It's not the same. You never look at him the same. Like, you know, there's Michael before and then there's Michael after. And I think it kind of... It did not really do service to his career. I think true, if you true. grew up in that era and you were like our age and you watch more Michael a second time, you, you don't really appreciate that kind of level of competitiveness and the level of... Fire it's like Kimmy now. Like nowadays, yeah. people no, but turn Kimmy, on a, Kimmy has no, always had. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, people turn on and watch Kimmy, and they see him fighting for sixteen. Yeah, and this is what. And now, like him. what we know about Kimmy is obviously more about him winning yeah. the championship, and then even before us, he was even better in McLaren, being competitive and stuff. And then he kind of became. You, you lose. You lose that appreciation driver, for them. I don't want that to happen to Lewis. Because people will, people will forget that and people will only remember what happened now. Like Vettel, Vettel had retired four times. Like obviously he was a lot younger at the time, so I don't expect him to retire at that point. Versus like Lewis is in his late 30s. So if he retires, there is an actual realistic like, point to him retiring. Um, but I, I, I want him to like, I don't want him to have that kind of stain on his record where, ah, he, you know, he went to this team and didn't perform well. Yeah, yeah. They... Plus he came in, like there is an argument. He came in in the team that Michael built them to go on oh bro i hate this argument about the whole like oh it's all but he wasn't to michael no 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 no. but he 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 built that team around him and Mm. he managed to extract the best out of the car and he managed to win so many championships arguably like abundance of topics that i mentioned now let's just go through our usual stuff so best Mm. performance i'll give you a couple options you pick one fernando alonso there's Alonso here, Fernando but also, Alonso. right, so I've got Ocon finishing fifth, Fernando Stroll Alonso. finishing sixth ahead of Fernando loads of Alonso. people, and then Lewis, I guess, Fernando Alonso. thing just because it's Fernando Alonso. Yeah, I can't Bro, really he, he's on the po- can't really podium. You can't say anything about that. So since he, he's on the podium ahead of a Mercedes, a Red Bull in a, clack, uh, cl- uh, in a track, clack, in a track <laughs> where they had like significant performance like uh, difference. 
Yeah, the Alpine pace came out of nowhere as well this weekend. But in general, I think, I think it's just, well. I just, I think like you saw how easily it was to uh, overtake the Alpine when you're a Red Bull. But I think it's just yeah. Fernando built a gap that kind of left him a bit. Comfortable. He was lucky a bit with the BSC. That but realistically, him, yeah. he uh, Perez would not have reached him. He would have needed. He to was like two seconds behind him. No, no, no. That's after the. Um, that's at the end. No, he he was fourteen seconds behind him with five laps to go. But at the end, like uh, when they crossed the line, I think the gap was two seconds, was and it? the VSC was a decent amount of time. Nah, 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 nah. I feel like he might have done all he needed was Somebody one row down the front straight. You, your numbers are. Wrong. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I can find the gap at the end. But anyway, so do you reckon? So this was his ninety eighth career uh, podium. Do you reckon he can hit a hundred? Yeah, yeah, you reckon you could? Because he's Even racing for two, Alpine, he's, he's racing for a year or two more, two more years or a year or more. A year more I more think years. it's one more. Yeah, yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he can get two podiums. This is on the. This is on my hope of kind of getting closer racing from next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if next they year, are one of the teams that have kind of binned off this year and they're looking forward to because the whole point of Alpine was uh coming. Uh, the whole point of Alpine was the new regulations. That's why they rebranded. That's why they did all this stuff. It's so, a three-second three gap. Yeah. Three-second gap. Still, that's still like... Bro, and the VSC was a decent amount of time, though. Like Actually, to be fair, he might have. Mm, well, we don't know. No, he would have, he would have managed to cut him off, I think. Yeah, but you've got to remember, under the VSC, you've got to save his tyres. Yeah, that, that's one point. That is one point. Guess we'll never know. Right. Next. Best performance for Nando, by far. Worst performance. Worst performance. I put, so the ones I've put as talking points. Vettel, he said he got finessed at the start to do with Bottas and all this stuff. So he went down to almost last. And a good recovery drive to P10, but because Stroll finished sixth, he was expecting better. We've got I think, uh, I think and Ricardo, who was saving fuel for no reason pretty much the whole race and said he was saving the, fuel, losing two seconds a lap sometimes. I just not. Danny, I say McLaren. Danny you know, I should put McLaren confusing. here as well. Daniel McLaren Ricciardo is just confusing. Like when you look back at why they lost the champion, uh, like third to Ferrari. Ferrari is third. I think it's all to blame on Ricciardo. Well, no, I mean they haven't been. Lando, been a bit you unlucky. can't. You can't blame. Like Lando has been off the past few races, but just like you look at Daniel and like Daniel, and Daniel is so far behind him. Like yeah, Lando is ahead both both Ferrari drivers in terms of points. They've actually closed in on him, you know. I can't they've believe it. No, no, he could actually They've closed lose. in on him. He's ahead of them, yeah. I know. It's but good. where is Daniel? Daniel's like, I swear, like 50 points behind. Or like 30 points Probably behind. at this point. But like, so in the last, I saw a stat. They've got four... Um, no, no, standings and uh, then there is They've got... they got four points in the last three races. So in the entire triple header, they equaled... Um, what's his name? They equaled Kimi yeah. on points. yeah. Four points in the last three races for the third best, on paper, third best car is insane. Like, that's embarrassing, to be honest. So, it's no surprise Ferrari of, you wouldn't expect this, but Ferrari just pulled yeah, out. Lando is still ahead of Lando him. was in the conversation for thin, finishing third in the Drivers' Championship. He's, he's a, now he's one point ahead of Leclerc. Look, third, third, was, uh, third was off the table. He's like 50 ahead of Daniel, yeah. You don't even know. He's, yeah. f- he's 50, 50, no, he's like 40. 48, yeah. 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 But where, where is Daniel in comparison to the two Ferraris? The two Ferraris are each like 50 points ahead. 40 for one, and then, yeah, pretty much. Where is he? This is the guy who, who's like, I'm going to McLaren to win a championship. No, you're not. It's going to be tough for him. It's going to be tough for him. But to be fair, this race, I wouldn't say it was his fault. I want, he was I want, told like, to save you like, a mad amount. Like, given, it was just unlucky. If he doesn't perform next year, I think McLaren should let him go. 
Well, they could replace him and, with Gasly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, Pierre and Lando in one team at McLaren with a good car is going to be that will definitely rival Ferrari. Team. That's going to be a very good thing to see. Yeah, and you don't. I don't think like Lando and Gasly get along quite well. They're both they're quite chill and Gasly is quickly becoming my second favorite driver. Yeah, I don't think there'll be a lot really of kind like of Gasly. issues in that team, as opposed to say like a. It's a chill team, like, Ferrari is a chill team, but I think Ferrari is a chill team because Charles is ahead of Sainz. Yeah, yeah, but then their management can't with, handle with the, with the What stuff. Sainz has done this year, he's, like, two or three points behind him. I think he's, he's, like, five now, but the gap is very small. Like, they were only two seconds apart at the end of this race. No, but he's performing so much better than anyone. He's one point, is it? No, he's five points. Seven. Seven points behind Six, six point five. He's 6.5 points behind, and no one expected that. Like, realistically, you think about it, you thought Sainz was going to be like 20 points behind. Comparing him to the people who have moved teams, or have got new machinery, Daniel, Sonoda, all the rest of them. Yeah, so Perez, yeah. Like he's he's not, doing, Sainz has not had job. that one race where he's performed so badly that, like, you look at Charles, and Charles has performed equally as badly. Mm. But Perez has had races where, like, Silverstone, where was he? I don't know where he was. <laughs> You just no, no, like Max, yeah. is, Max is at the top. He's actually realistically has the best car in the grid. Yeah. And Sergio is so far back, you don't know where the guy is. <laughs> you really hate Sergio with a passion, don't you? No, I'm, I actually really like Sergio Perez. He's a likable guy. But, but his performances this year are so bad that you're just like... I, I, like I never wanted him to leave a midfield team because he's that one driver that will always drag that car to where it should never be. Yeah. In a top team, he's just... Especially Red Bull, he's not going to fit in. He's... He's okay, he's good at doing the second driver part, but he, he's never like. Realistically, Red Bull should have won the constructors by now. So if they had a second reliable driver. They probably would have. They, they would have taken points off Lewis as well. Yeah. The more times he finishes but, ahead of Lewis, the more points lost. We'll see. But, um, so, out of fear of uh, doing all this stuff, I'm gonna. Right, we're just gonna skip to. Shall we do our predictions yet? No, 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 hold on. What I'm gonna do instead. Well, another team that has been losing points. Alpha Tauri got no points this weekend. Alpine got 25 because of uh, site. I think they guaranteed God, their position. Because of Alonso and Ocon. They have essentially secured P5 in the constructors, which is very big for them. And honestly, you just got to ask yourself. I don't want to talk about Sonoda too much, but they had no pace. Like, it was very... No, no, Gasly showed they had no pace. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gasly is kind of my meter for the team. <laughs> like, like Lando's my meter for McLaren. If Lando's performing off, then the car maybe is not so great at this track. Which yeah. is one thing that McLaren have to address for next year is they've had tracks where they've been incredibly quick. Like, Monza, they were mad. Like, their pace was incredible. And then they've gone to other tracks, like Zandvoort, Qatar, and stuff. And their perform like their performance was abysmal. Like they yeah. they're nowhere close. Like Ferrari are a bit more consistent than that. Like their their performance doesn't yo yo as much. Yeah, they're like uh, at least sixth and seventh. Yeah, but time. but sometimes thing, better, sometimes McLaren worse. they have this issue. I don't think like if they're seriously thinking about going on and tra- uh, like uh, fighting for championships, they can't have this yo yo effect. Of, yeah, like, I have tracks. You have tracks where maybe you're not the best car in the grid, but you're second, you're third best car. You're not like. Fighting for barely in the points. Yeah, it's embarrassing for them. Like, four points in three races, like we said. There's no way you can win a Constructors doing that kind of stuff. There's no way you can come third in the Constructors doing that stuff. I mean, yeah, I guess they've lost their chance now. So, got another tweet here, I guess. Just, these are just minor talking points. I've got quite a few of them. Right. With so much data available to the stewards, I don't see why there isn't a tool created that at least recommends a penalty based on previous incidents. Ooh. So, we're talking about the whole consistency and stuff. 
the reply I just find kind of funny. Uh, it says, you mean like a company that creates algorithms that use billions of data points in order to generate predictions and comparisons. That would be really useful to the stewards, but they probably just use it to flash out meaningless garbage on the TV. Do you reckon AWS uh, could actually yeah. help uh, with yeah, the, yeah. the penalties? Yeah. All right. We'll leave it for another time. But yes, I would like AWS consistent penalty graphics. Well, not graphics, but helping the stewards is actually a very interesting thing. Pinning it through double yellows is just hard racing. I mean, yeah. there is pinning it through double yellows is just hard racing. You know, the only, the only point I, I can actually think of one thing where there was a, ma a massive crash or it looked like a massive crash and one driver did not lift was Kimi in Spa when he was at McLaren. Oh. And there was this massive Oh, power. yes. This, this should be your thing of the weekend from the start. And he we bring does it back not to lift. He does I'm not, putting he this in the description. This guy in the description of the YouTube. You're right. Like, Eau Rouge, everyone's been talking about how dangerous it is. And he just goes to heat us Straight through the smoke, it's insane. It's so mad. Yeah, that is, honestly, I, I will link that. That is a very good video. Uh, right, and obviously, El Plan. Alonso and El Plan was uh, another thing this week. It's not really going to show, but El Plan was the essentially... They've compared it to Ferrari's master plan. So I don't know if you've seen, but uh, Mattia Bonotto has been basically memed because of his master plan, essentially trying to get Charles Leclerc to a, a world championship. I think this happened at Vettel as well. And it's been co uh, compared to Alonso this week with El Plan, his plan to, I think he said he tried to win the race. Yeah, his idea was yeah. to dive down the inside of Lewis and lead into turn one, but he ended up with the podium. So we've got the master plan, two drivers named Charles in different languages, no F1 champions, no race wins. They're unnoticed in general. And, uh, I mean, I'm going to skip that one. Uh, ongoing awful form and then don't even have the best Spanish driver versus the Chad L plan. Esteban and Fernando, different names. We've got Alonso, the champion. One race win. They're recognised by Fernando and Alpine as well as Spanish TV. And what else is there? I haven't started yet. They've got results already and the best driver in history, according to... Well, the account is... Alpine F1 updates, so you can kind of... Fernando tell. is the best driver in history. Yeah. I'm not Only kidding. after Senna. Senna is... <laughs> what about this one? You need to see the picture for this to work. Oh, yes. There we go. That's the uh, the train guy. If you've been on TikTok recently, you know that's the train guy. It's uh, Alonso going through the sparks from Bottas. Another famous <laughs> moment. But yeah, you love to see it. No, but that's that was, that's, that's also true. dangerous. That's one of the things that you can talk about. The tires were dangerous. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, the sparks. Like uh, when you I think Schumacher's front wing went under his car, and that's another one where like he could get sent off. Probably like he he he's equal Michael in everything except that one thing, like that, the title. So as you can tell, we're in a different place. We got kicked out of the library, so now we're in another library. This is the third one so far. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna record like the end of the podcast essentially. But take it away. We were recording for so long. And you said third one. They only think it's the second one. It's the third one because we were in this building to start off the recording. But the bottom floor has no power, so the screen wouldn't work. Which is why we walked all the way to the other library, which we ended up getting kicked out of. So take it away. Right. Well, to finish, to complete this... We'd finished the, uh, the meme section, essentially. So, 
I just wanted to mention now, going into the last race, we've got a week break, so we will have a separate show about Saudi. But F1 has been obviously rinsing the fact this is the first time since 2016 it's gone down to the last race. The gap is eight points. If Max wins with the fastest lap, Lewis has to finish above fifth. If he just wins and Lewis finishes seventh, Max has won the title. Second or fastest lap, Lewis has to finish at least tenth. Or finish at least ninth, sorry. If he finishes second place and someone else gets fastest lap and Lewis doesn't score any points, the championship's over. Basically, as long as Lewis doesn't screw up. Yeah, so either way, so this is for it to be mathematically... Yeah. The championship decided and it ends. If Lewis, but, if Lewis gets below second... No, if Lewis doesn't win in Saudi, uh, realistically, he's lost the championship. Yeah, pretty much. So it's a must-win for Lewis. Normally, at these stages, the last time we saw him in a situation like this was 2016. Where but he was fighting him, like, Nico. He wasn't fighting But he did win the last five races or whatever it was that he needed. Obviously, Nico did what he needed to do and finished second every time and that won in the championship. An interesting point to get onto the question I'm going to ask you is one I got told from a mate in a, in a WhatsApp conversation just before we started recording. Essentially, if the... Do you reckon it's possible that, like, if Max keeps the gap um, around eight, eight points or under eight points or whatever it is, between the gap in first and second, pretty much, he can then guarantee that he wins the title by just finishing second in Abu Dhabi? That's the thing if, is like, that what he's aiming to do? Like, is the ba- is that the best thing for him, and how likely is that to happen? But realistically, it would have been like, so if Lewis wins next time, it's down to one point. So Max has to win, or just be ahead of Lewis for him to win the championship. But I think it would have been a bit different if going into the last race there's seven points difference between them. Yeah. Because if he comes second, he wins based on the number of races. So that's what he should be aiming for. But, but that's the thing, that's not going to happen unless both of them don't score points. Or he outscores Lewis somehow in the next Yeah, but then he'd have like a comfortable lead, so he can go in with, it would be like at least 14 points difference. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to when he's basically won. So, it's not like, unless, unless, so if he comes second next time, like, realistically for Max, it's, it's a must-win. Like, maybe maybe not a must-win, because if he comes second, it's down to one point. He probably has a higher chance of winning in Abu Dhabi. He can afford even, to come second this time. Even, like... But in Abu, that's the thing in Abu Dhabi is still, like, with the new changes to the track. It would that's probably favour Mercedes. Yeah, so one of the key points I wanted to bring up, I don't know if I've mentioned this already, because Mercedes could go into a last track and just take a new engine penalty and put in a massively superior penalty and just win it. Depending on the points difference, they could do, but here's the thing, so... Um, in Qatar, they were saying because of the probably because of the old engine, the Turkey engine, Mercedes lost their straight line speed advantage against Red Bull. But the the times they did make up positions or time on them, I believe Horner said they'd in turn six they would gain about two tenths on max purely in turn six. The adjustments made in Abu Dhabi, the. The end of the first sector, they've got rid of that little left-right chicane before the left-hand hairpin onto the first back straight with the DRS. That's now just become the long 180 instead of having the chicane before it, which essentially has turned it into turn six of Cotter or very similar. That's if, what I'm saying, it favours Mercedes now. If Lewis gains two tenths there, just on the exit of that corner, plus whatever he gains on the straight, on the straight as well with DRS and all of that stuff, 
That's why I'm saying Mercedes, Mercedes could go and say, okay, um, Lewis takes pole. No, no, no. Like, Lewis will take pole. So, like, if Lewis takes pole, yeah. they can afford to put a new ICU and take a five-grid place penalty and go in and he'll win it, like, realistically speaking. Do you, I don't think they'd risk that, though. No, I don't think they'll risk it. it. But that's the thing. They were saying, like, the, the, new, um, the new engine, like, usually the engine goes to, like, seven... Is it 7,000 kilometers? No, 25,000 kilometers is each engine. Right. But this one can only go for 2,500 because of reliability. The oh. one from Brazil. So it can technically only take three races. Roughly oh, that's risky. So you're saying like... So I'm saying with that reliability point, do you go in and risk an engine failure? Or do you I say, no, I'm going to put a new ICU, gain extreme performance and put Lewis... You don't risk overtaking Max on the last because he had to finish ahead of Max. No, but that's that the thing. He has to overtake Max on track for the championship. Max would crash right into him. There's yeah, no way but, Max would allow him to go past. Yeah. If I think it will all depend on Saudi. If he builds, like yeah, true. So because it's an eight point gap. If Max finishes third and Lewis gets fastest lap, Lewis is all he needs to like. Lewis can afford to crash into Max because now is now 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 they can take the ICU thing and come second and he wins the championship. Yes, that's no, it won't, won't be technical. No, if he's ahead, yeah, now the, re- the responsibility is on Max. To yeah, yeah, but as in, like, if he comes he in second, Max will lose the championship. But you know what I mean? It's, it's all kind of like, going to Saudi, I think, like, after that race, I think Mercedes will determine what they're going to do. Are we going to take the ICU? Are you going to risk Are you going to take the older engine that has perhaps better reliability? It's interesting how the reliability has deteriorated, like... Mercedes yeah. were known for having reliable engines, really reliable engines. I don't know what could have made them, like, the engines suck. There's time. an engine freeze as well now. Like, yeah. from next year to the you can update only, 2026 you can, or something. You can only introduce reliability. Yeah, yeah so like... Yeah, so the, they can improve their reliability. Essentially the... Oh, yeah, I guess the performance doesn't really change. Yeah. Right. That, I guess... Is all after Saudi first, he has to win there. We will, as I said, so the last two are back-to-back, but the there's a week break now since we've just had the triple header, which means next week we will do a, a, a pre, pre-Saudi pre episode with predictions and all the rest of it and talking about how the track is basically not even finished yet. Um, but for now, we can go over our predictions from last week, see what kind Imagine of stuff Imagine Saudi just gets cancelled. You know what, actually, that's another thing. They're, that would favour Max, because he's going It would, and which is why they probably... It would be very controversial if they did it. But, um... They could do Abu Dhabi and then... In the regulations, a... I think it's 90 days, at least 90 days, before F1 goes there for, like, practice or whatever on, on Friday, they need to have, like, a someone from the FIA or whatever it is, basically check the safety of the circuit, make sure everything's done, make sure the runoffs are good, make sure like the barriers, everything else like that stuff. For a track that's never been on the calendar before, or a new track or whatever it is, you think they have more time? it's 120 days. So essentially they have 120 days before they need to check it. They've done none of that. They haven't done any of the checks. They've said the quote is that the essential construction will be finished. But the extra stuff will have to be done for next year, which means they're not even done and they're trying to offer. They can't even guarantee the good stuff, not the good stuff, the essentials for the race to take place will be finished. So this is going to be really dodgy to be honest. Brand new circuit, completely fresh. And they're not even done yet. 
Yeah, I think especially with this like street circuit, I say that with big quotation marks. <laughs> you need safety to a higher standard than say a place like Monza, for instance, because yeah, there's so much place for runoff that France. Yeah, safety uh, system. I'd say uh, France is so unbiased. France is so bad, but those it's because of all those lines, bro. They look so bad. Anyways, right. Anyways. So here it is. So I've got the results up, just so I can compare. Oh, I'm gonna need to get qualifying results up. Right, just to mention our predictions then. Where is it? There they are. So, quality top three. Oh, I think there were penalties and stuff. Yeah, Max's penalties kind of ruined this. But you said Lewis, Max, Bottas. I can get qualifying instead of the starting grid. So you said Lewis, Max, Bottas. That's right. Okay, you got it. You got it right. I said Lewis, Max, Perez. Perez was knocked out in Q2. Totally. You can't rely on Perez, bro. He qualified 11th. Yeah, so, yeah. so the race, come on, come on, I was give it to that. Okay, the race, you said, right, race results. You said, Lewis, Max, yes. Bottas, definitely not. Perez, close. Actually, yeah, he did finish fourth. And then Charles, which is... Ooh, so I'm off by two. It's wrong, but it was kind of ruined by Charles's qualifying. He probably okay. had the pace, but it was ruined because of his crack. And you're racing. Lewis, Perez... No, science nowhere near. Max, no, and then Charles. Also. So I win for is this the third or fourth week in a row? I've won four races, or is it three races? I think you've just won all three races. So we've had three races. I've won all three. <laughs> Listen, I was expecting something good to happen, it's and then it didn't. The Alonso podium is essentially my science podium that I was yeah, trying but, to predict. But, but you got it wrong. I did so get it completely wrong. wrong. And then driver of the day, you put Lewis, which is wrong. Yeah, I put Sainz, but yeah, it was You're wrong as well. Ah, oh, well done. Thank you, thank you. Thank my you. streak is... It's maybe I should just go boring, to be Yeah, honest. it's 3-0, bro. You should just copy my... my <laughs> so at least then you get half a point. Nah, nah. It's three I'm gonna, three. No, something outrageous has got to happen eventually. There's no way Max and Lewis finish first and second, whichever way around it is, for the next two races. It's going to happen. Something stupid has got to happen. No, 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 it's going to happen. Unless, unless someone has reliability, which I don't think so. Perez will win the last two races. <laughs> no, he'll give it up for Max. If that actually happens, he'll give it That's to That's very true, he would. Same with Bottas, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Same with Gasly and Sonoda. Imagine yeah. Sonoda's. Did you see what? Wait, 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 wait. Do you see this where Gasly let Max do, but he didn't want to show it like it's obvious. So he went. He went, he went wide. No, no, he went wide. He didn't. But instead, of, instead of just going back into the racetrack, he went wide and he stayed on the curb for a bit. Like he slowed down significantly, and Max just kind of breezed back. Oh, it was so obvious that he was just letting Max through. It was so obvious. You can bring it up and watch it. It's so obvious. Yeah, I think he, he left his DRS closed until Max got past him on the straight as well. He had DRS, but it was it was, it was very obvious. It was very obvious. It's just letting Max through. I mean, that's another conversation point people are talking. We've skipped it for now, but like a lot of conversation was made about how Red Bull essentially has four cars on the grid, which most of the time they're not useful. But yeah, we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, but when you're a championship, is that fair? But then Mercedes could push for so. But that's the thing they couldn't. Mercedes don't. No other team has an equivalent of that. Even their no, engine. No, but like, like you, you can say like if it's an engine thing and like someone's in second, you'd be like, just give it to me. But realistically, they can't. They you, McLaren would never move out of the way. Exactly. They don't have that's, that. Neither would Aston Martin. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Perhaps we'll for, see. Obviously, Ferrari, this is Ferrari, how it's Ferrari has that a bit more maybe with Haas and stuff, but. Potentially. Williams, Williams could be that thing for Mercedes, but they're so far back that. Yeah, that would be right. Yeah. Well then, right, so I guess that's it for this one. 
we will, yeah, we'll just come up with a agenda. So hopefully it's less. Hopefully agenda happens. One. Hopefully agenda. Hopefully it happens. Hopefully the track's finished, and hopefully we don't end up spending. 40 oh bro this was meant to like last an hour and we've been all over the place so bro it's been four hours since we like just get caught up in conversation obviously we're uh we're big famous on campus now so everyone stops us for chats that's how this works yeah that never happens <laughs> i mean it's happened twice today nothing to do with this but yeah it's it happened is. a couple times so yeah we'll try you know what? we should just go back to filming on fridays imagine that the podcast that comes out sense. sunday morning of the race Thank you guys for listening. Race. Thank you guys for listening, and hopefully see you next week with a review of Jeddah and kind of all the controversy that's happening. Um, and pre-chat into the championship because yeah, there won't be a pre Abu Dhabi because they're yeah. back to back. Yeah, we'll be chatting about championship, what we think is going to happen, what what can happen. Uh, yeah, and then we'll probably talk a bit about um, memes probably between here and then. <laughs> If any I'll be on Twitter like, for a very long time. Yeah, if yeah, any so. controversy comes up, uh, we'll talk about that. I'm trying to think, there was something I, I remember I was going to say something else, but it just slipped my mind. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah, I'd say that's about it, to be honest. Yeah. That's Please. the cover episode. Yeah, so see we'll you guys see next, you next week. week. Yeah, bye bye.